your life less ordinance. I'm Kate. I'm Laura. And I can only see Laura's beautiful face on a screen. Clarification. <laughs> she wants to see my whole body. No, <laughs> our relationship has been entirely over the internet now for okay. the last month. four and a half weeks. It's been a long time since we've seen each other. A long person. time, baby. Yeah. What do you miss most about me? I miss going for runs. And when I mean run, I mean sometimes just going and going, oh, we'll just run to the cake shop and we'll have coffee and cake. Or a run which is so slow that a small child could overtake us. Yes, I miss that too. I miss those sunny days along the canal trotting along together early mornings um yeah. we did we were yeah. getting by the end of term we were going out at like 6 30 6 45 to be honest actually realistically um, it was nice yeah, yeah it was nice i missed that and I, I missed i missed standing next to you in chapel when you do like you have such a specific way of having your hands when you're singing what like worship songs and you're just like yes 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 <laughs> I miss singing oh that's been one of the hardest things about not being in church physically is the like yeah. ex, uh, excitable singing I have actually trained my Alexa to the point that I said Alexa play me some music and she immediately played me worship music that's so good that's that's whole of life discipleship you've discipled even Alexa yeah. yeah, and that's I was like, "Who are you, Alexa?" Normally, you call me some like slightly dingy French cover band. Oh wow, very good. This is who I am now. Yeah. So, what have been your what's been your lockdown experience, Kate? What's what's been going on? What have you been up to? Well, I'm in my house, which I'm in the process of selling, um, on my own. So it's been a kind of isolated. Well, I, I guess we call it extreme isolation when it's just you. Yes. Um, and I've been here, yeah, for about four and a half weeks. Lovely. Any anything? What's what's been the highlight? What's been the fun things? The good bits. I've done a lot of baking. Yes. You've been baking for all your neighbours, haven't you? Every day you've been. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm just popping around my neighbours to drop this off, and popping around my neighbours to drop that off. Not that frequently. Sometimes I made hot cross buns the first time. I've made cinnamon rolls. I made lots, tried out lots of different cookie recipes. Um, I made sourdough. Tried to make that. My first loaf was the best of all the ones I've made, but I'll get there. Um, so that's been really nice. Doing some crafting. I made some scented candles. Love um, And I bought a dog. Yes. So exciting about the dog. Can't yes, wait I just to meet him. Yeah, I've him this morning and he is so cute. Can't wait to meet him. It's going to be so great. I think he's going to be courier though. So I was just talking with my family about whether or not he'd have to be sedated. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know how well dogs travel when they're that young. In a box. DPD. Yeah. Tricky. Ah. Yeah. Um, how about you? Where are you? I'm in sunny Northamptonshire. Um, I say sunny. The biggest, my biggest achievement is my tan. Um, that's been going really well for me over the last few weeks. Um, 
I haven't done any baking, but I have been doing some cooking. I've sort of worked quite quickly through my repertoire of meals, um, but starting to diversify. And it got announced yesterday in the kitchen that I'll be in charge of pizza night next Thursday. Which That's exciting. It's exciting. Mum was like, but obviously I'll be supervising you, making the dough and stuff. So I was like, yes, I think I will need that. Um, <laughs> tootling through the days, trying to jazz up the exercise regime with fun little challenges here and there. Um, you know, spice up your life. Otherwise it could get a bit monotonous, couldn't it? Um, trying to keep some level of... Well, routine. tell me about your day. Sorry? How do you structure your day? Oh, it's very... How do you structure your day? Very regimented. Eight o'clock morning prayer with St Anselm Community. Nine o'clock we check in on FaceTime to check what we're going to achieve that morning. Um, work for a couple of hours. Coffee break. Check back in with KP. Lunch is at 12.30 restart work at two work till four do a bit of exercise and then chat with people and then on to the evening activity so every day is pretty structured um today is slightly gone out the window but it's a friday so what can you do yeah i agree yeah yeah um, and lockdown isn't all fun and bants, is it? What tell me about talk to me about the challenges? What's been the most difficult part? I think it's just like every day is fairly similar. And how do you have sort of motivate yourself through the day, haven't you, to keep going? You absolutely you, do, yeah. You know, we have to do our work, it's kind of like the motivation to keep going with your work. I think that all of your connection with people moving online is really hard. And I also find it really tiring. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I've been going to bed at 9.30 basically every night. And last night I slept solidly from 10.30 till 7.30 this morning. And I still woke up and I still wasn't ready to wake up. It's, mm. it's, it's yeah, weirdly tiring to reformat your whole life, the whole way that you interact with yeah. other people. Um, yeah, it's exhausting. And yeah. the screen fatigue is so because like to wind down you'd spend time with people but that means being on a screen more having been on and it all also, day a kind of downtime activity might be watching tv but you've looked at a screen all day so do you really want to in the evening look at a screen again not not me no 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 not me tricky yeah. really tricky although i have managed to watch two series of the west wing that's very good progress well done <laughs> We've been, watching, we've been watching NT Live every Thursday. Thursday night is pizza night and NT Live night. Last night was Treasure Island and it was a lovely story. I enjoyed it. I only My only frame of reference really is Muppet Treasure Island. So it didn't... I definitely think that I'm the same as you. I've been doing lots of exercising. So I've been doing this um, Instagram live dance class with someone called Ryan Heffington. So um, fun. Which really fun yes so we had to have a microphone so I was singing into my antibacterial spray <laughs> lovely that's so cool and then also um I found someone it's called like retro dance or something and it's like an Australian and you have to dress up from the 1980s and they're doing it they, they'll do dance classes that's so amazing. we're gonna do them amazing um, yeah and I definitely have very much coped with a real clear structure yeah got to have the structure not too much wafting 
No, not too much. Although wafting at the weekend. How do you make the weekend different to the weekday? I waft. I waft as much as I can. We still do. We still get up at, and leave the house at nine o'clock and do a 5K run, the whole fam, as if it was park run. Um, but then once we come back, there's a lot of wafting after that. Leisurely breakfast, leisurely shower and get dressed, reading my novels. I can't tell you how many books I've read in this time. It's like I'm a new woman. Or I'm more like the pre-college woman. I read as much as I used to, but I just, since college, took the fun out of reading. And that's so great. So I've rediscovered it. So that's been great. How do you make the weekend different? I don't do college work. Yes, and don't you have a special breakfast on Saturdays? Well, yeah, but I had that special breakfast a couple of days this week slightly. Ooh. So I'm, I'm going to want to have it tomorrow. Blurry. Normally I have chocolate chip pancakes, whipped cream, golden syrup and tinned peaches for my Saturday morning breakfast. <laughs> Which when I say it out loud sounds so decadent. And it is very decadent, but then you don't eat till approximately 4pm. Yeah, I love that. I'm all for a big Saturday breakfast and then just having a cake. Um, tomorrow I might have shakshuka. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, I love shakshuka. In my little book of brunch. Mm-hmm. So I might try that. Um, and then, yeah... Just like not working, doing yeah. research and things, but personal projects. Personal projects. I love a personal project. Yeah, do some gardening, go for a walk, and then yeah. I go for a walk tomorrow. Yeah. Can I get a takeaway in the evening if I'm feeling decadent? Oh, nice. We're getting reimbursed from college for our food. And when that £61 per week comes in on Monday, I am going to be all out for takeaways. Living it up. Living it, <laughs> living it large. <laughs> Because I think that there has been a lot of talk in the media and also with Christians about hope in this time of COVID-19. Woo! Yeah. Although, is it COVID or is it COVID? Because Jeremy Hunt on the news said COVID earlier. COVID? No, I thought it was COVID or COVID. Because Gobi, Gobi, Gobi. Yeah, he said COVID. Gobi, Gobi, Gobi says COVID. COVID-19. And I was like, what is that? Yeah. I think it's covid um, but loyal listeners, maybe you want to write in and tell us whether you think it's COVID or COVID. But how we'd know, I don't know. Well, like scone or scone. Exactly. Just... Like live Lent or live Lent. Yeah. Which one was I had the booklet. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was live, but I, I actually couldn't say. Wouldn't know. Anyway. Um, anyway, sorry, back to hope. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think that we have this sense of of hope we have this sense that we're looking for these um green shoots that are coming that give us hope we're talking about the future we're talking about what's coming next but we're also really needing to be encouraged and to be nurtured by learning about positive stories from around the world so one of the instagram accounts which i follow which has gone viral um, during this period is called the good news movement and it reposts like really beautiful videos um, of different things that are happening around the world like some of them are just like really sweet and very touching um, and some of them are extreme kindnesses being done by different people yeah I think that's a, the, one of the amazing things that's come out of this isn't it so is the kindness people kind of collaborating coming together communities coming together um 
you know, the, even just even the little the clapping on a Thursday and people coming and meeting their neighbours for the first time, everyone emerging from their houses. Yeah, my um, street does it because I live on a quite residential street. Laura and I talked about this earlier. So I go out and I can immediately see like 20 houses of people with their doors open and there are little kids looking out from the top and they're at top of the windows and then there are little children who obviously stayed up till eight. Oh, that's sweet. Last week we now have fireworks. That's amazing. It's pretty cool. But you said that it wasn't quite like that. No, where I live, it's far, like people are outside and people are there with their saucepans. But I don't live, we don't live, we don't have any houses directly opposite. We've got someone's fence. So it's not, and there's, there's a lot of hedging around. So it's, it, you can see that people are outside, but it's not the big social moment that some people have. Um, that, but it's nice to know that other people are out there and, you know, it's loud. There's lots of clapping. Um, face the local Facebook group. People have videoed themselves like uh, playing music at that time. So uh, via the medium of Facebook, I have engaged with the musical celebrations of Long Buckby. Um, yeah, that's still it online. actually made me really feel emotional yesterday. Yeah, more so than the weeks before because there was more people every week. It gets bigger. Yeah, exactly. I have to say so this is my shameful um, confession was that this was the first time I did it. At this the last few weeks. I think the moment passed me by, um, but this was the first time. So this is the first time I got involved. But I loved it. It was very edifying and uplifting and emotional. So we were talking about a bit about this before, weren't we, Kate? Um, what does hope mean to you? I'm curious to know how you would unpack what hope means. I think for me, hope now means life isn't always going to look like this. Um. Presumably your answer would be the same whether or not we were in COVID-19 or not. Yes, I think I think I would say that. I actually have a tattoo of hope because I think that hope is something to really hold on to, especially as a Christian. Um, I remember seeing the film 1917 and in it, um, Benedict Cumberbatch's character says that hope is a dangerous thing. And I was thinking about that last week because I actually think hope is all we have really. Hope that what we find now won't what we find difficult now won't be our experience forever um we have been um involved in a website that's been set up this week called oh what's it called (laughs) it's called finding it's called looking for hope no it's called lookforhope.org yeah, I think. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll clarify. Um, And I wrote this article about, like, friendship and about how, kind of, as a Christian, this experience that I'm in now, I find really difficult on a human level because I spend every day by myself kind of motivating myself and keeping going and all my connections um, lack intimacy because they're all on a screen. And the fact that as a human, I don't think that we're built for that. We're built to live in relationship and we're built to love each other um, in a really intimate way um, in our friendships. But also as a Christian, I look forward to a time in heaven when it won't be like that because we will have that friendship with each other forever. And also we'll be um, in the intimacy of God who created us to know him and love him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I went to... Uh, I had a friend who um, passed away from cancer a few weeks ago so I went to her funeral online a few weeks ago and there was such a focus on the future hope and the 
um, how glorious it is going to be one day when we're when there's no more sickness and pain and suffering and um, and we'll be forever in the presence of God and that was something so exciting to be um, to be focusing on and yes. um, holding on to when at the moment it's just it's hard it's really hard yeah life is hard every day and you have so much uncertainty of how long it's going to be hard for exactly that's the thing that's the thing that's been really difficult to hold on to and um stay focused but we but when we focus on the future hope that we have <laughs> that helps yeah the day-to-day the day-to-day existence yeah and i think as well that it just helps me put things in like put them in perspective in terms of you know i was meant to be ordained um in like under three months time that's not going to happen yeah. i was meant to on holiday and have like an amazing holiday with my best friends um in australia new zealand that's not going to happen but these are worldly things like these are things of this world that we mourn and when we're in heaven it won't matter whether things that we wanted to happen happened or not and i think that is a really amazing thing to remember yeah absolutely and one of the things i was thinking about um the other day was um and and was something that was talked about quite a lot when the when the crisis first started was that we can't as christians we can't rush to always find the silver lining we need to be able to lament in this season we need to be able to do that but we don't do that hopelessly we there's the space we need to allow the space to lament we need to allow the space to be sad and have questions Mm -hmm. um but we don't do that in a completely hopeless way because we do Mm -hmm. have something more beautiful to look forward to yeah Yeah. i've read a couple of different articles i read an article by tom wright that talked about lament then i read one by tim keller that was i agreed with a lot of it but then there was a bit that kind of said god specifically brought coronavirus and i i respectfully disagree i think well i was like i think we live in the ambiguity of that i i think i believe in a god who could do that but I don't think that I, as a Christian, could say he definitely did. Yeah, I don't Does that know. Make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How can we know? How can we know? How can we know that? And yeah, um, yeah. But this this other writer who I really like called Tish Harrison Warren, she said we lament. You know, we we do what we can. We praise God every day, and then every day we read Psalm twenty two and we lament. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, you were saying, Laura, that you were meant to be going on a mission in March that got cancelled that was about hope and you all had to have something prepared to talk about. And what were you going to talk about to explain what hope meant for you? Um, I was going to talk about the future hope that we have, actually, that we know in this world, we know that there is suffering. We know that there is illness and pain. Um, but the, the, for me, the hope is the fact that that will not always be the case. Um, but also the fact I would also say that we can we see glimpses of that now. So we see the we you know if the kingdom is coming now and it you know it's coming now and not yet. So we don't see everything. We don't live in the fullness of God God's kingdom now. But we see glimpses of it, and I have hope in that for the present time, as well as having hope in the future. Um, yeah. So. Um, I think it's I don't want to neglect the bits of God's kingdom that we see here on earth as well. We can participate in that. We do see healings and we see 
uh, we see God at work in all kinds of incredible ways. We see his kingdom coming. Um, but I'm also looking forward to the time when it is that is in, us, in all its fullness. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously devastated, devastated that the mission didn't happen because um, it wasn't being going on mission with Kate. And we had such fun in York last year, didn't we? Yeah, um, we had such a special time. Such a special time. One of my favourite things of last year was us going on mission. Yeah, exactly. It was so fun. It was fun to be together um, yeah. and um, enjoy that. But, of course, every mission is special and enjoyable. <laughs> and there will be something new to look forward to next year. Yeah, and now we go back. Yeah, it's so weird. But I definitely, like, every day I wake up and there's so many things to petition god for but every day i deliberately start in thanks nice just like thanking god for sustaining me through the day yeah like thanking god for um being my companion and the person i can turn to thanking god for beautiful sunshine and sunsets and sunrises and just everything that was good and thanking god for my house which is an incredible provision at this time um that i get to be here that i wasn't expecting i was expecting to be um selling it next week but then it got pushed back by a month yeah so just so grateful to god for that and that i think has really helped me in my shift of hope yeah. that in amidst all of the pain there are things to thank god for I just finished a book called Americana by, I can't remember her name, but she's the one who wrote We Shall Be Feminists. Um, and it's about two, um, a couple in Nigeria who fall in love as teenagers. She moves to America and he moves to, um, tries to move to America, but ends up in the UK. And it's about her deciding to move back to Lagos and kind of about their relationship. Oh, sounds fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was okay. I didn't yeah. love it. I didn't love it. I learned quite, I mean, I learned a lot. Great. Um, but I wasn't super compelled by the story and I thought it was a bit long. Okay. But maybe yeah. our dear listener has read it and has a contrasting opinion. I'd love to know. I'm also at the moment reading Rebecca McLaughlin, Confronting Christianity, which is really good, like 12 hard questions um, about christianity so just over lunch when i was eating my lunch i read a chapter about hasn't science disproved religion oh sounds very good sounds very yeah that's, that's really good yeah and great. i finished a book about which is all about culture and how we can get as christians engage in culture and use it in our evangelism oh, I love that was that. a great well, you don't need to read it, Laura, because as I discussed it with my friend, it is a book that could have been a blog post. Yes. There are many books out there that could have been, should have been a blog post. Could have what been a podcast. Have um, I've been reading, I've been reading a surprising amount because I've actually got the time um, and the inclination and no one to see. So I have, I read Phoebe by Paula Gooder, which I loved. Good, um, that excellent. Was so good. I'm a bit a year behind everyone else. I'm a bit beyond the after the hype, but I loved it. Um, you can bring the second hype. You can be the second hype man. Yes, I will do. I'll bring the second. The second is a new wave. I see a new wave new coming. Wave. New wave. New wave. Um, the second 
second wave. There's a second wave. And then I have been, at the moment I'm reading a novel called A Boy Made of Blocks. It's about a boy with autism and his dad, his dad's relationship with him and how they sort of bond over Minecraft. Um, oh, that sounds quite interesting. It's absolute, it's a really heartwarming, lovely story. Um, I just read um, The Ruthless the ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Cromer. Very trendy and of the moment. Um, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, who is also reading that? Who else is reading that? Paula Gooder, who wrote Phoebe. Yes, and she has got a lot of comments around the font. And I actually had a lot of thoughts on that myself, but I never replied to the tweet, the Twitter thread. What were, you, what were your opinions on the font? I absolutely love the font. I love that it's a different font. And it is easier to read, I think. I'm a big fan. What, what is each chapter a different font? No, but it's not in a normal font. It's more in, it's more in a, I was going to say more roundy font. Because I can't remember like what the name is. It's is more it like comic. Com- it's not Comic Sans, but it's one of those like more fun fonts, um, okay. easy to read, and I loved it. I loved that it was in there. Was that more engaging for you as a reader because yeah. of the font? Yeah, more engaging <laughs> for me as a reader. I liked it. Really nice amount what of space on the page. You? What the book? Well, the book. Yeah. The, the, the thing. The reason I love the book so much is because it basically said the answer is to have a rule of life. Um, oh. And I'm all about. And I love reading a book a that affirms post? what you're already doing. Um, Could it have been a blog post? Uh, probably, yeah. Almost <laughs> certainly. The, it was actually the, the statistics at the beginning in the like the slightly horrifying how addicted we all are to our phones, um, how addicted we are to technology. Um, the statistics of that were shocking. Um, there's a lot of okay. things, you, and like your gut feel, you think, oh yeah, I probably do touch my phone quite a lot, and you know my little yeah. stats report every week on iPhone being like, you use your oh, phone fifty percent more than that. usual. Yeah. Um, but just the the sheer change in how we've used the technology in the past few years is terrifying. So that was yeah. quite helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, he checks his emails though only once a week. He only answers what? checks his emails on a he only oh he only replies to emails on a Monday. He only replies to his emails once a week. How one does that? I do not know. What if something really important happens? Well, then someone has to phone him because they people know that he won't. He only answers his emails on a Monday. I mean, no, I don't think that that is fair because then everyone has to know that you aren't going to answer and therefore they have to phone you, which takes more time out of their day. I know. Well, he has an out-of-office on, I think, that basically says, thanks for email. I'll get back to you on Monday. Um, okay. It's, ra- mm. I mean, it's radical. I don't, think, kind of radical. I don't think I, I could think, do it. I think when I finish Confronting Christianity, which I do recommend, yeah. that I'm going to read 12 Ways Your Phone Is Ruining Your Life. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm too scared to read that. Yeah, I I'm really also, I also really need, I, I've got to read a book called Brighton Rock for my book group. But I'm sort of not really into novels at the moment. I haven't read a good novel oh, you need a good since novel. January. Oh. Yeah, I've been more kind of factual. That's okay. what I've been into this year. You need a good story. I love a good story. That's what I've been ploughing through. My next yeah. novel, once I finish, I'll finish A Boy Made of Blocks probably tonight or tomorrow morning. And then I'm going to read The Rosie Result, which is the third part in the trilogy of The Rosie Project. No, I didn't um, know that there was three. I've read the first two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so the third one's just come out. So I imagine... Oh, okay. I, I Hopefully I will finish that by the end of Sunday. Um, what? Crazy. Well, hopefully. Well, Saturdays are for reading for fun. And Sundays. Yeah. Got to have a day. Got to do something different. Absolutely. Got to make it different. Yeah. That is the big thing, isn't it? For weekend work day. Yeah. What you've got to do, whatever you're doing, you have to make it different. Exactly. Friday night 
is quiz night with my friends. Nice. That's different. You know, that's a nice way of starting the weekend. Yeah. I just had some texts about it, and the big one was, don't forget to have alcohol. And I was like, no problem there, mate. And not a problem. I'm, I'm, tonight, I'm going to a fancy dress party tonight. What are you um, going to go as? I'm going to go as a dinosaur, I think. I've got my dinosaur costume in the car. <laughs> so and I haven't actually had a chance to wear it yet. So yeah. I think I'm going to go as a dinosaur. And I can't wait. How long is the party for? I don't know. Maybe like an hour. Oh, I don't know how many people are logging on. Who really knows? It's such a, It's going to be a. It's an experiment. I hope it goes well. I would come next time. Yes, we're going to try and do some more like happy hour style things with lots of nice, you know, get together. Because how do you meet new people in a time like this? I don't think you do. Well, I know, but then if you're if you've like only recently moved somewhere and you don't have that many friends in the area, but then you can you can still keep up with your old friends because everything's online. Yeah, I suppose you're just going to have to pause making new friends. I was thinking, how do you meet someone to go on a date? Like, would you? Because I was talking to someone yesterday. Um, I'm talking to my friend about two people that we know who we think that should date. Yeah. And we were like, could we invite them to a Zoom dinner and then just leave the conversation? And then just be like, oh, I've got to go. Oh, sorry. Or just never turn up. Give them the login. Never never show. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like a blind should... date for the Gen Z generation. Oh, my gosh. I'd love to hear some stories like that. Yeah. That, that, that would end up on the Good News Movement on Instagram. Oh, yeah, it would do. You, do you follow it? Yeah, I do. I love it. Very edifying. Yeah. Anyway, we've anyway. probably dribbled for a bit. We've yeah, actually sorry. been recording for 33 minutes. So. Oh, do you, you have to cut out? <laughs> what, including the bit in the middle? Uh, I stopped recording at a certain point, but there's quite a lot to chop out. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not going to be 33 um, minutes long. So we'd love to hear from you. What else would you like us to talk about? Um, yeah, how are you doing? What's keeping you going? What are you finding hard? Have you got any good book recommendations? Let us know. Yes, please get in touch. Rate, review, subscribe as ever. And we look forward to um, pod podding to you again soon. Yeah, and we will, we promise. We will. All right. Bye, friends. Okay, have a nice afternoon.